Welcome to the Afterwatch with Lavar and Phil. Welcome back to another episode of the Afterwatch, the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows. That full spoiler conversation you have after you watch something you love or hate. I am Phil. I'm Lavar. Uh, another episode, another day. Before we go any further, we have to, I keep on forgetting, I have to shout out some people real quick. All right, cool. So, of course, shout out Andre, number one fan. Yep, number one fan. Shout out to Andre. Uh, shout out to the uh, uh, friends and family that support us uh, every week. Oh, oh. <laughs> my, my, my heart is touched. And a new listener, kind of a new listener, or a new fan that I came to realize, uh, Amal. Yes, uh, shout out. Hey, shout Amal. Shout out to Amal, uh, who... Uh, I work with him. <laughs> He's saying how he wants as a podcast. I think, oh, okay, cool, you should do that. And he asked me some questions and gave me some answers. And he asked me if I st- if if I do podcasting. I said, yeah, yeah, I do do podcasting. And then he asked me what's the name of the podcast. I told him, oh, it's the After Watch. And he's like, what, bro? I was like, yeah, the After Watch. And then at that point, I realized or he realized that it's it's the same After Watch that he listens to. Nice. So he actually listened. I had listened to the to the After Watch. So. Shout out to them all. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you listen to more episodes. Yeah. And shout out to Kevin. What up, Kevin? Uh, thanks for your support, bro. I'm glad that you take so much joy out of the episode. Is anybody else need a shout out? Yeah. What up, Daniela? I'll be home soon. <laughs> Keep the home fires burning. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode, we're talking about Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye, Marvel... These Disney uh, six episode TV series starring Clint Barton, well, actually starring Jimmy Renner, yeah. as Clint Barton, aka Hawkeye, aka former or current Avenger. I don't really know. Actually, uh, that's an interesting question with the series. If he's a still a current actually, Avenger, yeah, that that's the one thing we don't know. But the series also stars uh, as Kate Bishop. Oh man, uh, Haley Sandfield. I should know this because I'm actually a fan of hers. I've seen her in several movies. We'll get that to you in a minute. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's that. right, that's right. It's all good. Um, so yeah, starring them, uh, also starring a lot of people that we get through. A lot of surprises in the series. A lot of great actors and great things going on. Haley Stein- Steinfeld. 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 Yes. Great actress. She was in um, True Grit remake. Oh, that's her. That's her. What? Yeah, she's when I saw her in that, I go, this woman is amazing. Oh, I love that. That is one of actually my top movies, True Grit. I remember watching. Really? Yeah, I watched that movie on repeat. Oh, really? Yeah, that movie is is great. It was it was a great. Movie. This a cast alone got my attention because Matt Damon. You have um, um, he played the the nemesis in Iron Man One. Yeah. What's his name again? Nemesis in Iron Man One. And he's also in the the big. Oh, Bobowski. you mean um? Oh boy. You're you're making me blank on a name that I should know. I don't. I can't forget. Any, I don't know what's going I, on. In my mind, is saying Kenneth Branagh, but it's not no, him. Not at all. No, it's not him. <laughs> it's um. Oh man. You know, we'll 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 find out. Oh boy. Okay, we're just losing our names right now. So yeah. Uh, no, with all due respect, we're in an office right now, and the office is freezing cold. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's affecting our uh, our ability to remember things. Um, if you hear a tapping sound, that's uh, me. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. There you go. And that was filmed by the Corn Brothers. Yes. Okay. So back to Hawkeye. Yeah. 
Hawkeye is a six episode series. Um, and go ahead. Fantastic that it was just six episodes. Yes. I, the, the, it had the right amount of episodes for the story that I was trying to tell. Yes. I, I thought that was actually quite cool. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to start off with a negative. All right. That's not a negative. Okay. I, I think it should be a negative, but it actually worked out. Right. One of the characters, again, spo- full spoiler conversation. Right. Full spoiler. Right. If so, you want to talk about the episodes, you come to the afterwatch. You if go. you don't want to talk about it, stay odd. Yeah. Just don't, yeah. don't bother with it. Um, <laughs> stay odd. <laughs> is uh, off the top, midway through the series, it's alluded to then reveal that uh, the new Black Panther. Natasha's sister. Black Widow. Black Widow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny. I know. Hey, oh, stop. Oh, that that cultural appropriation. <laughs> the new Black Panther is a white woman. <laughs> that would be awesome. hilarious. Um, and there's a new Black Widow. Widow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> who's the sister of Natasha. Blonde. We call, we're going to call her blonde hair Black Widow because I don't remember the character's name. I think Yelena. Yelena. Yelena? Yeah, I think Yelena. I think it is. All right. Well, let's... And she pops up and... It's just yeah. fan service, mm. but I really like this character. Yes. And I really love her interaction with Kate Bishop. Yes. Um, there's a fight scene between the both of them that's really good. I know I'm getting ahead of myself a lot, but I just want to point that out that it should be a negative. I don't like fan service like that. Right. But this actually works well. Um, and there's reconciliation, or not reconciliation, but I'm looking for There is, um, a, a, they come to a, an acceptance of the passing of the former Black Widow between Clint and and her right and so that i thought that was good that was interesting um and, and i do like that so we'll go back to the beginning then there's other issues i have but we'll go back to the beginning so off the bat phil what is your initial impressions of hawkeye how did you get into watching hawkeye considering you haven't seen any of the other marvel series right on disney plus how did you get into hawkeye and what's your initial reaction off of it um one i would say that uh how I came to originally watch Hawkeye is because I saw the trailers for it and I thought that was actually quite interesting because I don't like the new se- like batch of series that they've started on um, just after, you know, end game and stuff like that to kind of extend the, the MCU didn't really grab my interest at all. Um, and they're with characters that I don't really care about. Like, I don't care about, uh, um, Scarlet Witch and, and Vision. I don't really care about, you know, the, the, uh, like Winter Soldier and, um, and Falcon and stuff like that. I don't, and, and Loki. Like, I don't, I just feels like a grab by Marvel to extend their universe by fleshing out like secondary and tertiary characters to give longevity to their brand, which is fair. That's what they can, they want to do, but that's not what appeals to me. I'd rather, you know, be care about a character and then want to follow, follow them along the way. Um, so it just felt like a money grab for me. But with Hawkeye, when I saw the trailer and saw that it had a kind of very like diehard type of theme where it's like adventures during Christmas and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's actually a cool take. So I just wanted to kind of check it out and see. So, um, yeah, I watched it, watched the full series on Disney Plus, and I dig it. I dug the series a lot, actually. It's a fun series to watch. Yeah. There's a lot of, it, it's, Marvel is finally doing humor that's done right. Right. It's done within the context of the characters. Yes. So, as opposed to being a Marvel type of humor. Right. It's humor that's, that's reflective of the particular characters in these series. So, right. you no, know, Clint's not giving jokes. 
<laughs> but there's certain things, his demeanor, his actions, his reaction to things that are humorous. Right. Right. Um, versus, I think that started actually back in Endgame with uh, the Thor character. Right. There's a unique humor to him versus to Guardians of the Galaxy and so on and so forth. So the humor right. is more diversified out, is what I'm trying to say. And I think something it's more appropriate. I think something that's different about this series is that this series is kind of based in part on like the like the successful run or reinvention of Hawkeye in the comics. Yes. Right? Versus like say with like Thor, like this is something that's come out in the films based on usually the director. Yeah. Right? Versus this is based on um the ground level take of Hawkeye and and um yeah and translating that into, into his series. mythos and into a series about him. Well, that's the thing. There's there's three elements. Well sorry, there's two elements I think that are combined here in the Hawkeye series and Hawkman character Hawkeye character. Um and there's there's a there's a there's a reason why I think he's received so much popularity in the last twenty years in the comic books. Right. Uh first because he died. Uh okay. in comic books and he died horribly. Yeah. And and Hawkeye is a dude in a purple outfit with bows and arrows and he died and for some reason the fan response to his death in comic books was crazy that they brought him back. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll loan it to you. It's, it's like Avengers disassemble, and pretty much it's the worst day in Avengers history. Everything goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Stark becomes a drunkard again. Something happens to Captain America, blah, 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 and Hawkeye dies horribly. Right. And Vision loses his mind, and She-Hulk hulks out. Yeah. So it, it's 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 a, it's a good read, actually. Um, Written by Brian um, Michael Bendis. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's I, li- kinda, I like him as, as like him as a writer. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, so that kind of sparks some level of popularity. And then years later, you have... What you're referring to, this the the certain runs by Matt Fraction, David Aja has a street, very street level Hawkeye. He lives in an apartment building in like I think Brooklyn, somewhere in New York. Right. And the elements of the tracksuit mafia and certain right, things right, right. are all from there. And then you have another character, by the name of Echo, who is a hearing impaired yeah. character. That's from a Daredevil run. I can't remember who wrote that one. Right. So they combine all that stuff, and in terms of Hawkeye, the character to bring in Ultimate Hawkeye, who is a family man, right? With the 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 main version that we know from comic books, which is I don't know too much about. I know right. they had a relationship with Mockingbird, right? Another right, right. Yes. person who's alluded to in this series. So pretty much, this series kind of culminates and brings all these different elements from the comic books and from the and from all over, and creating a very unique, very interesting, in my opinion, interesting Hawkeye. He's the most interesting here. Yes. And his interest began like probably around Age of Ultron. Right. He started because we began to realize who he is. Right. And he said to himself, I'm a guy with arrows. Right. Right. Fighting. He doesn't understand. He's a guy with arrows, just shooting people. Even in the graphic novels, him and Blackwood are having a conversation and they're being promoted to the superhero team. Right. And he goes back and thinks, yo, remember the days where we just used to like assassinate people? Right, in the shadows. <laughs> now we're putting on costumes. We're hanging. We're going to wars with with Iron Man, and Captain America. So the simplicity of his life is disturbed. Mm, right, right. And what you see here is a man whose life has been disturbed by all this heroism and yeah, and popularity. And, and that's what makes this um, actual series, like this uh, run on yeah. Disney Plus, so appealing. Because basically, you know, after everything that's gone on, all that uh, Clint wants is that he just wants to have. A Christmas with his family, yeah. Because normally he's probably away or on missions and stuff like that, and he wants to just keep this the, a promise to his kids that he'll be home for the holidays, and that is a very, very ground level, very um, universal kind of understanding that that, that people I want to be with the people I love. Yeah, for the holidays, for the holidays, and, that, and that's it. It's, yeah, it's there's an element of home alone in this, right? There's an element of 
um, trading places to the lesser degree, mm-hmm. you know, but there's the, the elements, I think I'm willing to say this is probably one of the better or the best Disney plus Marvel series out there. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they made Hawkeye, who is very human, right? Very relatable, right? Very attainable, right? You can see his perspective clearly. Yeah. Bro, I just want to be left alone. I just yeah. want to go home. I just, right. I, I, you know, and especially in the in the beginning, they're doing a a uh, musical right. of the Avengers, of Avengers One. Yeah. People probably see the trailer of it, and he's there uncomfortable. Right. Because he lived through that. Right. Exactly. And it's kind of a take on even movies and documentaries. Right. Is that, yeah, you made a movie about it, but I lived it. Right. And what I lived and what you're showing are two completely different things. Right. And there's the, I think there might be an element of PTSD there. I'm not sure yeah. that's pushed, but definitely an effect from that experience. And it's just an interesting contrast with him sitting there. People, some people recognize him yeah. as Hawkeye, but he has, you know, a hearing aid in, you know, like he's like, 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 how did you get a hearing? It was like, well, I've been jumping through windows. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Of course, I, I don't have good hearing I, anymore. I like that. But yes, yeah. it adds to his character, character. That, that kind of Bruce Willis and and um and uh, Die Hard. Right. He's like he's a, he's an everyday guy with an exceptional skill in archery. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, and I like how they how they reveal the fact. Guy, I thought, how do you get the urinate? And they showed a whole bunch of clips. Yeah. Of him jumping through, like you said, jumping through windows, explosion and stuff. Like. Yeah, I think one thing about to break and hurt. Yeah, right, know? right, right. So it's a way to introduce a new element to the character without it being forced or over-explained. Right. And that plays a part in the rest of the story as well. Exactly. Small part, but a part nevertheless. Right. That, and, and it reveals this, his fragility. Right, exactly. How human he actually is. And that that makes us more engaged with him as a character because when yes. we see him going through things and doing stuff, it's like, oh, this guy can actually really die. Yes. He can actually really get hurt. Yes. You know, there are already automatic stakes with this. Yes. Um, and he's already maybe even a bit past it where he was probably like super proficient because they do show a contrast of him in uh, Kate Bishop's eyes when she remembers like the first like uh, Avengers and the attack and stuff like that where she loses like her, well, her dad, but then she sees actually like hawkeye like basically like golden age hawkeye yeah basically fighting against like the aliens shooting them down jumping off a building swinging down ropes and stuff like that and it's interesting that the golden age of hawkeye is seen through the eyes of a child yes and then how hank remembers is like yeah this is when i broke up myself in many different times (laughs) and now like i can't walk or can't even hear properly right so like it just works on a lot of different levels it deals with perception versus reality a lot of times like you mentioned it's um so the introduction of kate bishop Mm-hmm. Who becomes more or less a partner slash psychic of of Clint Barton, right? And who desires to be Hawkeye as well. And so when she was, I think she was sixteen, no, or when she, well, she's a child, pretty yeah, much. She's a child. She's a young child. The alien invasion uh, hit New York. Uh, that's pretty much Avengers one, right? And her father died in the mo- in that explosion. Her mother survived. Half her building was gone, and she saw through that open crack. Like you said, Hawkeye doing hero work, and that you know. From that point on until she gets older with the 10 years later, he stayed, he froze in time pretty much. Right. He was always the hero. And then right. she faces him, meets his, meets him, and he's a very different man. Right. He's a little bit more cranky. Yeah. A little bit more miserable, just wants to be left alone. Right. And I can appreciate that. And, and she's all, she's very high energy, very giddy, very yeah. talkative, very ready. And in the, the contrast between those two individuals. Yeah. Her youthfulness, her energy, her talkative, and his, 
being very reserved and older and more methodical and thinking things out and being more mm-hmm. reflective on things. Like he's right. thinking about the past, she's thinking about the future and what they can be and whatever. And that contrast helps as well. And and inside and then just my point being that, you know, facing now your hero right. and seeing how your hero isn't as immortal as you thought he was. Right. Right. And how his time is running short. In terms of not even in terms of life, but in terms of just being a hero, right? How long can he keep this up? He's not Captain America, right? 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 He's not Wanda, right? You know, he's not Hulk. Yeah. You know, there is there are more or less built-in biological limits to how much his body can take and how and, much more he can take. And imagine, like, if even with like, like the inherent flaw with like superhero series in and of themselves is that they make a character that people love so much and they kind of keep them going on perpetually. Yeah. So they don't. You don't really age out. So, like, even the problem now where, like, they'll, like, change a, a character's, like, race or something like that. Because, like, okay, well, we want to appeal to another demographic or we want to be more inclusive and stuff like that. Where in writing these stories, like, you you write their life. You write, like, the beginning of their superhero life, the middle, the the the, the monumental moments. And then you may get to a point where it's not that they necessarily die, but it's just, like, no, they're too old to do this. Like, how beneficial would be just in storytelling itself just to tell the story of how a hero Grows. finishes yeah how finish a hero ends it's not always in death but maybe they can't do it anymore and what is the the next stage or how do we um go to that next place and, and usually people like i guess like marketing and stuff like that will want to keep like those heroes alive forever because then that will you know translate into sales but I think it's it's more beneficial t- storytelling wise, like mm. to tell how something ends. If you know? done right, you're right. I completely agree with you. If done right, you can tell those stories while introducing a new one. Right. Exactly. And I think Hawkeye does half a good job of doing that. Yeah. And one thing, and for those who read comics, may have an idea already that it seems like they're introducing a group called the Young Avengers. Right. Which are just pretty much young kids who become Avengers. And so, just real quickly, spoiler across the board. Wanda, <laughs> Wanda. Oh, oh, you haven't watched the series. Okay, I'll leave that alone. Oh, yeah. So, um, Captain America, for instance, right? Th- th- uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. They talk about going to Black Captain America program, right? And you meet one of them, right? And he has a grandson, right? In the comic books, the grandson becomes Patriot, right? With a blood transfusion, he becomes pretty much a Captain America esque individual. Right. And then uh, Wanda has two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but she pretty much made into reality out of nowhere. And then you have uh, a, uh, an alien who calls himself Hulkling. Right. Who's, he's, he's a shapeshifter, but you know he can. He's green, so he calls himself Hulkling. So right. it looks like, and and the theory is that Marvel might be moving into that direction of creating young versions of the Avengers. Right. Uh, and Kate Bishop would be a premier, probably most notable one out of all of them that's been introduced lately. That's a theory. Okay. okay. And if it's a theory. Cool. Yeah. I have no problem with it. And as we were saying is that it's, it's how they're doing it, at least with Kate Bishop and Hawkeye, um, is done well. Yeah. It does, it's done really, the, really the, well. We talked about introductions of characters in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Right. And I think Kate Bishop may trump even Chang Chi's. Oh, I think, I think so as well too. Because it's, it's, it's the most relatable. Yeah. And the most real. Yeah. When you lose your father, and mind you, when she lost her father, she didn't know the father was gone. Right. All she knows is that she needed a hero. Right. She needed to be saved. Right. And she saw her outside her window. Right. Right. And so we will look at in terms of young people growing up in single parent households or young, right. uh, uh, growing up in abusive households mm-hmm. or seeing abuse. Right. 
all they want what is a hero. Yeah. Who's going to fly in and rescue me or swing in and rescue me right. and save me from my whatever particular ordeal it is, whether it be physical or emotional right. or relational. Because even like the thing is with, with herself, like seeing like Hawkeye, I think, I think she says in the series that she saw in Hawkeye that something that she could do herself, right? Yes. And, and that's the thing that's important. Like, it's kind of like Batman. Why Batman is, is, is so special. Like, even though, yes, he's like crazy ninja and stuff like that, but he's still a human. He can still achieve and do these things. Cause even with, um, like Kate Bishop and like we were talking about this beforehand, just like the whole like theme of like kind of fathers that are, that are in it. Like, yes, for yeah. her as like, um, meeting her hero, but like her, she loses her dad. She sees a hero outside the window who's kind of like an icon or can be a father figure. She grows up, like she trains to be like the, the father figure, you know, master archer, ninja, like not ninja, but like karate and stuff like that. Yeah. Her issue with her parents, her, with her mom is that she's dating, like she's going to get married to another man who's going to be her stepfather. Mm-hmm. Right. And doesn't trust him. Mm-hmm. She meets Barton, right. The one that she's been idolizing. He's not exactly who, she who he seems mm-hmm. but over the course of wanting this relationship with him you know she actually eventually gets his approval i don't and that's an important point but something you point out there how none of her father figures are who they what they who, who what they, they seem. seem right her biological father right he was a criminal exactly stepfather right. he's i don't know i, I, I is actually, he taskmaster no is, swordsman is he's he so <laughs> that's hilarious he's swordsman you think he can't be trusted because he's so Campy, yeah, but he's actually a pretty nice guy. Yeah, I, I, I like this. I loved his character. He was a actually lot. fun. And then you have Hawkeye. None of them are what they see. Seem right, right. And I think that's interesting. Like the, the the duplicity of all these individuals in her in her life, and it's not even done in a way that to say that you can't trust people. It's just to say that there's more. There's more. There's more to be said about the people that you may be looking towards yeah. or idolizing or looking at like, to understand the whole person, person. not just. No, it's on the surface, right? But the the, the point you made in terms of seeing a hero that she could be, yes. Um, I remember watching, uh, not watching, reading a graphic novel Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. um, and pretty much it takes place forty years from now, where all the Justice League people are retired and old or whatever, in this new generation. So two individuals are having a conversation about the purpose of heroes in society, right? And the purpose of heroes were to exist, and why they wear these bright colors and all these things, is that. They're meant to inspire people to do good things. Right. Not necessarily to do it themselves or to replace humanity, but to inspire humanity to become something, come something more than what they are. Right. And I think with Hawkeye, it's the most, or characters like Hawkeye, mm-hmm. it's the most uh, relatable and feasible because you can actually train to be an archer. Now, right. I don't know about jumping off a building and shooting an arrow to swing yeah. across it. That would be more difficult. Yeah. But it's still more um, attainable than it is to be an Iron Man. It's yeah. going to take me a while to learn how to build a suit. Right. Uh, I, Captain America is a write-off. Right. Right. Where's a soldier? I'm not willing to lose my arm for that. Right. But I could shoot it more and arrow. Right. I'm right, willing right. to learn that. Yeah. Even Batman. I'm like, all right, dude, but... Oh no, you're <laughs> that's you're, a lot, you're a little that's, bit different. That's a lot, so. of, a lot of kung fu, you yeah, know. Yeah, so, yeah. but I can shoot an arrow and arrow, and so the attainability of being a hero and being not just being a hero, but being able to defend yourself, yeah, not having to rely on someone else to rescue you, right? As she was in that position at one point, yeah, but able to rescue yourself and to rescue others, yeah. And by the end of the series, you see her in a position to actually lend aid mm-hmm. to her hero. 
and rescue him at some points throughout right. the battle and not all not always be the the sidekick or the student but she hasn't graduated to teacher yeah but at least she's, to a, a, she's a peer she's a peer exactly she's a peer now yeah and and that even speaks to like her even growing up as well too because like even they had like the large like kind of set piece where they're fighting on the the ice rink yes where you see like actual like how like intense hawkeye could like could be like how much people like he really can deal with yes even his even in his like old kind of broken down self he's like no this guy can deal with like a lot of people like it's like monumental yes and and kate was actually a part of that so it's like kind of like that getting to do something like say basketball players like i never knew if i you know i always looked up to lebron now i'm actually playing against him yeah right like it's like that that sort of that sort of thing that's a perfect uh, example yeah yeah which is like really which is really cool just to see it, it, they never said that these were those moments, but as we understood Kate's character and what she was going through through the story, we like I think the audience can appreciate those moments as oh these are like really monumental things and it's not like ham fisted where it's like oh oh she's with her hero now mm-hmm. oh she finally got approved now but it's like no this is who Kate is mm-hmm. as a character her on her own journey and I think they did a really good job of dealing with what Kate's issues are, wanting to help her parents and, and um, Clint's issues of one, wanting to fulfill responsibilities to his family, mm-hmm. but him sensing there's a larger responsibility towards, you know, protection that he has to address as well too. And those two things playing against each other, you know, like, <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was really cool. No, I think it was cool. Um, this him pretty much tying up loose ends. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Which, right. which is, which is, it's interesting how they answer a question that no one really asked, but it's still important. Is right. that yeah, you blew up the Avengers Mansion. Where's all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And then you think, well, that's pretty responsible to just leave this stuff lying around. Yeah, you think Shield or someone come in and and scoop up the stuff. So he's tracking down these. Well, I think one or two items mm-hmm. that is very important that he's trying to get that leads him into confrontation and issues and, and meeting Kate Bishop in the first place and all these different things. But that sense of responsibility, the sense of, like you said, to the family, to Kate eventually, and to um, what he's done as well. Right. Uh, the responsibility of being Ronin, and which also plays a part into some of the conflicts that's happening. This series could have very easily been a convoluted um, uh, a series with just a whole bunch of threads entangling one another. Right. Because there's so many different things and subplots happening and so much characters being introduced and their arcs being developed. But it's not. It's actually pretty clean. Yeah. No, we're, it's 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 very it's very well structured. We're right. introduced to Echo, her motivation and right. how she changes. So we see her complete arc pretty much. Right. We see Hawkeye, obviously, we see Kate Bishop. We see Kate Bishop's mother. Yes. Um, who's rumored to be another villain in the Marvel Universe. We don't know, but doesn't yeah. doesn't matter really too much. And see and she hasn't really changed much. She's pretty much the same through and through. Yeah. But like, we see her motivations as to why she does what she does. Yeah, and you see the like her layers basically. Whereas before it's like, oh, I'm just trying to add, you know, a little bit more spice to my life. Yeah, getting married and stuff. I was like, no, 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 you're actually like trying to trying to survive by any means necessary. In and a I sense, feel that wasn't fleshed out as well yes, as it could have been. It, you're right, and I think that was kind of something that was tacked on. It wasn't. It, it should have been a little bit more because she pretty much murdered a man. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Not kind of moved on. Yeah, that's what it is. And I think, but I think we all know that the biggest reveal of the series, uh, I want to get your comment on this, is the revelation of Kingpin. Absolutely loved it. So 
what does this mean in terms of uh and i think most people who saw the spider-man movie know that there's a cameo in there mm-hmm. from a marvel netflix series so i won't go into that right. but what does this say in terms of netflix marvel series i i just need charlie cox i need i need some daredevil i need that's that's all and I punisher need. And, and Punisher. That's, that's yes. I, I, I yes. Jessica Jones yes. is the third one. So the top two ones I want is 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 Daredevil yeah. and Punisher. Yep, Daredevil Punisher for sure. After that, Jessica Jones. Yep, Jessica Jones would be cool. I'm good. You're good. I could do a Luke Cage. I can. I can. I can. I'm scared I can, with I can, what they'll do with them. But he's. Mm. I'm scared what they're going to do with them. But they did. I think they did a good job. They changed Kingpin enough. Yeah. Like they they altered him to fit like the hawkeye universe yeah right and they actually like they souped him up quite a bit more yes which which i appreciated he took an arrow like right to the chest with C- center mass he has like body armor and stuff so i i liked that explanation it wasn't explained in the series but just reading stuff afterwards i said okay cool and he's supposed to be strong anyways yeah he's well he's strong probably yeah. well well strong plus he has the body armor so you get hit by a car two arrows to the chest an explosion that finally winded him, and he said, "No, I'm going to take a walk." And he left. Yeah. I think Kate Bishop should have died horribly in that battle, but, but yeah, allow it. It's yeah, a it's, series, it's plot. it's plot. But that would have been awesome though she did. Yeah, takes up this crack, and that's yeah. <laughs> but I I appreciated that um, she got to like that was a monumental kind of point that she got to a point of being able, even in a failing way. Yeah. you know, like it wasn't like oh she's beating down the kingpin or whatever, like. She was scrambling. She was losing. She was going to lose unless she outwitted, you know, the kingpin. But what that also did too is put her in the shoes of Clint. Now she's in a life and death situation. Right. Up to this point, she was never in a life and death situation. True. Like You're right. You're right. Yeah. So this is the closest she's been to death. Yeah. Uh, at the hands of a villain. So this is the type of people that she has to look out for. Mm. And Kingpin's a top villain. Yeah. Even Hawkeye was like, yeah, we don't want to really get his attention too tough. Yeah. No one wanted his attention, but now you, get, you, you got his attention. Right. Right. And so now she has that level of experience that Clint has had in terms of. Right. And and that's and that's a good experience. Like that's um like good writing. Because like even they just mention like, okay, well, we don't want to get his attention. They show whose attention that's supposed to get. Yes. And then by the end, like, she interacts with this person. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was, it's, it's really, I really like the series. To some, it may seem a bit slower and like more like, like, um, you know, not I mean, as fantastic, like as fantastic. It didn't seem that slow to me. Yeah. Um, it seemed steady, mm-hmm. focused. It, it kept on moving. Yeah. It wasn't stagnant. Yes. True. Um, slow is something I would say, uh, what did I watch recently? Blade Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yes, that is slow. Slow, yeah, and not in a good way. Cause I could watch slow movies. I don't mind yeah. it. But that was like very. But, but that was like, yo, I'm gonna take a nap. Very deliberately paced, as uh, I would say. I could take it out for three hours, wake up, and the movie still be playing, <laughs> and it's only a two hour movie. It's it's slow. Yeah. Um. But no, I think I think the movie in terms of pacing is fine because usually pacing is always my issue, but pacing was fine. Yeah. Um. The acting was good. I think Jeremy Renner, you know, owns Hawkeye. Yeah. I don't care to see anybody else as Hawkeye except for him. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, very true. By the end of the series, I love Hawkeye more than at the beginning. Yeah. You don't um I didn't realize how much I enjoyed him until as he has his own series, his own focus. Yeah. Um I, I and as I mentioned before, the relationship dealing with Natasha's passing. Yeah. They dealt with that. I don't know if it knelt to be if it needed to be dealt in a different way. Mm. But I think what we got in terms of dealing with it wasn't 
bad. I think it was good enough, maybe. No, know what I think? This I think this series was very um, thought out, very thought out, but very Daredevil like in terms of the yes. comics. Yes, it's very Daredevil like. Even like, the series, no. It's not as brutal as a series, but in terms not, of um, in terms of like Daredevil is like there's always like five things going on that could really like like screw him over. Okay. You know, like there's like and and that's the feeling I was kind of getting. Like he's trying to like make his way through, trying to achieve his one objective. But like, okay, there's this thing over here. This person wants me dead. That person's over there. Like it, it reminds me of like the the the. The muck that Daredevil like usually finds himself in, where it's just like it's just dangers all around. Yeah, and he has to try to make his way to this one conclusion. You. The series didn't capture that as much. Like yeah. it's still very focused on what he wanted to do and why he was doing it and what he was trying to achieve. Yeah, but in the comics, it's more so Daredevil's like, okay, I got to do this one thing. This problem's here. I'm gonna deal with this. But there's like five people over here that want me dead, so I can't have those guys find me. And then eventually they do find him anywhere. And he has to kind of fight his way out of that as well, too. Yeah. So I like that aspect of the um, the Hawkeye series where it made it feel very ground level. Because yeah. he was in a city where different people had different feelings about him. Yeah. And if he, on any given day, he came across them, that would mean a different problem for him. Yes, ask, ask, I love yeah. that. I love that. And he's uncomfortable with the, any of the attention anyways. Right, right, right. He doesn't want none of the attention. He, just, he wants to be a normal person. Right. Living a normal life on his farm. Yeah. With his... Uh, supposedly ex shield agent wife yeah and and why not yeah like, that, that, you served your country well you know what and that's and that that's cool like the thing i, I actually want to mention make mention i love the kids the kids, the kids are, are cool the, the kids are just average kids yeah like the one they're at the the um, restaurant. the, the restaurant mm. and the kids like pretend to be like the cat with the eyes going back and forth and like and the clint is like cracking up. i was like you're crazy i can't <laughs> i can't handle you right now and and that's sometimes like you know the joy of like like of kids, like they just come up with like inventive stuff, which is just mundane life. Yeah, and and that endears you more to him. And I think that's what endeared audiences to Jeremy Renner in like Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to see his family, like oh, they're actually really like stakes for him, and that just took his character on a trajectory that um, that wasn't really examined or is not examined with hero characters in in general that they don't. For all, for mostly all of them, you don't know if they have like a home life. All they have is the mission. Yeah. Right. And not necessarily what the mission is for. Clint actually has what the mission is for. Like with all of us, like doing work and doing life, like we have stakes and our stakes are usually like our families are those we care for the most. And that makes, um, Hawkeye really real, hmm. um, and really grounded as a character that we can kind of all get behind. Versus some like ethereal thing, they're like we're all fighting for democracy, or we're all fighting for this, but we don't see on the ground level what does that actually mean. Yeah, yeah. So that's no, that's, that's really really cool, and and there are these family aspects in the show that are being dealt with with Kate Bishop, like her family situation, yeah. like mm-hmm. she's trying to preserve save her mom. That's her only family that she has left, and that's the whole reason why she goes on this journey outside of wanting to be like her hero that she's she's so she can save the family, family right her, yeah her mission that's good point her mission and her ambition is to be a hero so she can save her her family but even in doing so she loses her family about obtaining a new family so in the beginning she loses her family yeah gains her family loses her family gains a family by the end of the, of the series right uh, she, she has she has a maid family now yeah and i think uh, yeah and then and, and that's and that's an interesting thing 
And, I can't remember the exact words, but I think the mother said something along the lines of, you don't know loss or don't know what it's like not to have. Something not to lines, have. Not yeah. to have. Yeah. And then she ends up gaining. Right. Right. Even though she lost the privilege and the prestige and the finances of, of her family and now got this kind of farm mundane life of of the farm, Clint, Clint yeah. uh, Barton's farm and family life. Right. And so it's... it's And it, it's interesting that it's like, interesting. even at the end... Um, like when her mom is arrested, it's like, is that what heroes? It's something like, is that what heroes do? Do have your mother arrested? On have Christmas? your mother arrested? Or arrested on Christmas? And it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Like that was a nice little like sour. Like good endings always have like a kind of a sometimes a sour sweet yeah. taste to them, and that added that little bit of sourness to her. It's like, oh, like she's doing the right thing, but it's costing her her mom, That's who what- who she was wanting to say from the very beginning yes it's cost her her mom and she's actually the key to her key key to her downfall right and on that another lesson for her to learn you know the cost of being a hero the cost right. of doing something right right because she could have just said okay mom you need to stop with this criminal activity all right yeah and that's it yeah yeah you don't do anything else but she decided no you'll take because she wants to be a hero and so mm-hmm. um one, one thing that stood out that didn't make a lot of sense to me that I found odd was and this is a random slob that doesn't really matter that much at the point where the mother found out that her daughter was working with an Avenger right and she didn't do much yeah yeah uh, she just said hey stop hanging out with my daughter mm-hmm. and that was it like right. you think to be more done so I'm, I'm constantly suspicious of everybody yeah, it was <laughs> moving very weird yeah the whole family was moved weird but I don't know did anything stand out to you as being like awkward or bad or it's, um, it's mostly a great series, but is there anything that's just? Um, I don't really. Yeah, for I don't really have anything outside of. Um, no, actually, no, I don't really have anything. Maybe it could have been. I don't know how they could have done this, but it's just how the story progressed that it would be a little bit. Um, um more a little bit more action e towards the beginning because it felt very very mundane and I wasn't sure where they're going with it mm-hmm. at the beginning. But then once they settled into like, okay, well, everyone thinks that she's Ronin. Everyone thinks that, uh, that she has a kind of like a mark on her life and Clint was staying with her to help her through. That turned the series for me a bit, a I th- bit more. I thought that was a little bit forced. The fact that yeah. everyone thought she was Ronin. Yeah. That was, I, I wasn't in love with that. Yeah. Um, that felt a little bit forced. I felt it could have been a different way to, um, place her in the crosshairs of right of other people you, even but, if even if they just acknowledge like okay well we know that you're not ronin but you have, you the have ronin suit exactly okay, who, okay tell us where ronin is yeah and she's like well i don't know no no you had the suit you but were wearing it around like it, it would be impossible for it to be ronin anyways because she'd have been a teenager at the time of when right. ronin was active right right right. so that even this logic doesn't make any sense but i think i think they were alluding to the fact that she must have connections to right it, but, right right um but outside of that Overall, good series, fun. The tracksuit yeah. mafia guys are great. I love tracksuit mafia, bro. Best, bro, <laughs> bro. I love the moving company. Trust a bro. Yeah, trust a bro. I, <laughs> I loved it. That's amazing. <laughs> I could probably see them coming again in another season. Hopefully, there's a second season. I don't know if these series have second seasons or not. Yeah, me neither. Um, um but as a as a one off, yeah, enjoyable. Marvel's doing good things. Yeah. It's funny because I'm having the reverse effect for Star Wars. Mm. The Star TV series, I've started like three of them. I haven't really finished any of three of them. Okay, okay. The Star Wars animated series, I haven't finished it yet. Um, 
the Star Wars anime I haven't finished yet. And Boba Fett is still ongoing at the time of this recording. So right. that'll probably finish off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of over Star Wars. But yeah. All right, cool. Well, let us know what you thought about Hawkeye and even the future of Marvel. You can reach us on all, well, you can hear us on all your podcast purveyors, you know, so your Stitchers, your Twitchers, your, your, your Pod Beans, your, 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 your Listen Beans. I don't know if that's a thing. Yo, Apple Podcast. We so popular. Your mama talks about us. Hey. All right. And you can reach us on Twitter at, at after underscore watch or email us at the afterwatch at pm.me or you can hear us or reach us on uh, on our Instagram at, at the afterwatch. Let us know what you thought about um, Hawkeye and the series and even the, the Marvel uh, MCU series that are on Disney Plus right now. And what are your predictions about who's going to be showing up in these series next? I want, um, I don't know, who else? I want Iron I'm Fist. Good. I'm joking. <laughs> if they can redo and make them better, sure. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, remember always, the Afterwatch rocks the world. Autobots, transform and roll out. 